Hey, I'm Asher. And I'm Jackson. And what you're about to listen to is strictly confidential. So, Asher, how's it been? Yes, Jackson. It's been great, man. We uh, actually got to come visit you last weekend, uh, which has really made this week more difficult because after hiking and fishing in the beautiful Salt Lake City area, uh, sitting in a desk is pretty rough, got to be honest. I completely get that. So back here in Waco, how do I approach this? I like to live life as it comes, or at least I try to, uh, which is exactly why I didn't realize that my lease ends in four days and I didn't have a new place to live. Okay. <laughs> so I'm... I was scrambling most of the day to go to the office and also get a lease signed in my new place, which is this lovely place next door called uh, the Murata. Yeah. Which is similar to a place you lived in. In fact, it's exactly the same place, and it may even be the same unit. What was your number again? Uh, 204. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm living. You're living in our old apartment? I literally... <laughs> I know. I just signed a lease for 204. And I was like, wait a minute, that number sounds really familiar. You're, you're not joking with me right now? You're actually moving into our old apartment? Yeah, in like a couple weeks. To the exact same apartment that you were in. That's crazy. Are you living there alone? Yeah, I'm going to be there alone. Hopefully they uh, fix the carpet that, that uh, your dog got her paws on. Yeah, and trade secret. I hope nobody on the Miranda staff listens to this podcast but uh hopefully they uh don't pay attention to the fact that the you know how there was that like overhang that i would climb up and put stuff on yeah there are like two gigantic footholes up there <laughs> i i'm actually kind of excited to be in in the exact same unit because if if something goes wrong i know exactly who to bitch to yeah yeah, whatever you do, don't break the shower because then you won't have a shower for three months. Yeah, they don't fix stuff. They don't fix stuff. No. But it's... how wild is that? I helped you guys move out of that apartment. That is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So you'll get to see all of the... Or see how they used the little bit of our security deposit that they kept? I'm definitely expecting there to still be a Jackson, Jackson-shaped hole on that <laughs> i don't think they would have gone up there i know well this is all very mildly interesting at best yeah so especially why don't you go ahead and never lived in that specific apartment <laughs> but for you and i it's very interesting we promise yes everyone listening back at home it's interesting that two people have lived in the same apartment <laughs> okay so do you want to hear what's happening i do want to hear what's happening so i I feel like I surprised you a little bit with this topic because last week we forgot to talk about what we're doing next. But this is one I've been wanting to talk about for a bit. And fair warning, I thought this was going to be another one of those, hey, here's this ridiculous theory that people believe and there's no way it's true situations. But I think that genuinely Barack Obama may be able to control the weather. No, no, I don't. I don't want to be convinced of this one. I mean, you and I both took a blood oath to search for the truth and right. keep an open mind, but I don't want to believe this one. Okay, I genuinely, like, so I was raised in a house by Democrats and, like, genuinely like Obama, 
Some of this is pretty fishy. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, so let's let's dive in because I'm excited. So uh, an article came out in The Atlantic, May 22nd, 2012. Or just a sec, it's either 2012 or 2013. It's 2013. Uh, most of this happens around this time, by the way, in the beginning of his second presidency. So in May 2013, May 20th, that Monday, there was a furious and deadly tornado outside of Moore, Oklahoma. And in less than 20 or 48 hours, the truthers accused the White House of creating the tornado itself for a political purpose. So a lot of the, a lot of the kind of following of this conspiracy theory is by uh, crazy man himself, Alex Jones, on InfoWars. <laughs> um, and he said about this incident, of course, there's weather weapon stuff going on. We had floods in Texas like 15 years ago, killed 30-something people in one night, and it turned out it was the Air Force. So that's his reasoning for believing this. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, there is another conspiracy theory 15 years before this about how uh, like floods in Texas had to do with the Air Force flying too low or something. What's that about? We'll get, that, we'll get to that on another top, uh, podcast. Okay. um, So this theory states that the Obama administration used HAARP, the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program in Alaska, to administer the tornado. This organization... Administer the tornado. What a bizarre verb for that. This this organization typically just does research on weather communications, but there are theorists that believe, according to this article, there are theorists believe that it could be used to manipulate weather patterns. So this is kind of in the vein of like NASA has Area 51 where it's you're you're giving legitimacy by using a legitimate pre-existing like government institution and then saying but there's more that they're not telling us. Cuz right. cuz they just said like there's there's a secret society that's building a weather machine that's much less credible than here's this thing that already exists and they got a little something they don't they're not telling anybody. Yeah, so the theory, when I read it online, I was definitely thinking, oh, um, these people think that Barack Obama is an (laughs) X-Man. And I was like, I would love to dive into that. But some of this is actually like like the argument that I genuinely don't know what HARP does. So the second uh, second source um, comes straight from InfoWars itself, Alex Jones, crazy man himself, Alex Jones. Hurricanes, it comes a year, not a year earlier, but about half a year earlier, October 26th, 2012, around the time of Hurricane Sandy. Hurricane Sandy Mm. happened the week before Obama and Mitt Romney went on stage for the second presidential debate in October of 2012. And the InfoWars people claim that Sandy was Obama's divine wind to help him in the debate. How does that help him? So, uh, bear with me for a minute. According to... um, According to InfoWars, HAARPstatus.com reported elevated levels of their frequency in the ionosphere near where the hurricane hit on the East Coast. But the theory was um, that Obama was mostly testing it to use it on Election Day because a lot of his campaign was working on getting, and he did a good job at this, on getting people to get out to vote early, which Romney did not do. And so, Wait, so so by creating acclimate weather, he could get people to the bo- booths earlier? 
No. So he was trying to test it to use it on election. I mean, he was trying. This theory states that he was trying to test it to use it on election day. So that on election day, people would not be able to go out and vote. Oh, okay. Okay. To keep people at home. Right. Um, And this is a direct quote from this InfoWars article. The U.S. government admits electromagnetic manipulation of weather is a reality. In 1996, during a Department of Defense news briefing, the Secretary of Defense, William Cohen, said governments can alter the climate, set off earthquakes, volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic waves. What the heck are you talking about? That's a genuine... Like 1997? Is that what you said? Uh, 1996. Like, this genuinely came from a uh, DefenseGov transcript. Why is no one talking about this if there's any legitimacy to it? Like, Weather Machine is... Is it because it sounds so goofy? Like, that's some Superman villain crap right there. Right. I think that's why. is because it sounds so goofy. But do you think that that uh, manipulating people for election day would be like it, does this imply that there's other uses like hold on, how can i phrase this question like that if they could get a weather machine that can alter the weather in some significant way if they could get that to work then clearly they're they're using it more than once every four years right so are there any examples of like what other like because so, my mind, my mind just goes to like, well, clearly this would just be weaponized. Right. So the idea of using it on your own nation doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So the theory, like I said, with the Atlantic article where they talked about how the theory was that they used it to administer the tornado, I found an article that might be the funniest thing on the internet. Okay. Ready um, for that? It is not satire in any way, and I know this because of the same reason we knew that the. Um, revisionist website was not satire oh because it's really ugly yeah because this guy spent no time in doing it and i mean think about how good looking clickhole.com is right clickhole is great and we know it's satire so i'm gonna i'm gonna link you this website just so you can read the title for me um and it's the title underneath the picture here okay okay and so this guy's this guy's URL. This is a H A A R P is a scary Obama weapon used to control the weather! Exclamation mark. Yep. Isn't that crazy? This this is a WordPress called Maxim, spelled M A X E M, fingerrecruiting.wordpress.com, and he says some crazy <laughs> stuff. And the wallpaper is just like his high school football team on tile. <laughs> it looks like it's two different photos too. One on the left and one on the right. But, um, so the example that instigated this article, this came out just two years ago, in October 6th, 2016. The example that instigated it was the Matthew hurricane on the East Coast. And he doesn't give a, a like huge explanation for it or for believing that it's true, other than just a hatred of the uh, administration. But what he does have... Is his argument is similar to the Info one, Wars one, talking about how it coincides with the debates and the upcoming elections of 2016. And so pretty much the whole basis behind his theory is that it happens to do or happens to coincide with the, with the next Democratic election. So a lot of the evidence is timing, right? Is right. It like conven- it's convenient timing, not necessarily like 
using pre-existing technology or diving into what the technology may be is just kind of using the uh, the timing of these events as, as evidence. Yeah, and so I have a couple small talking points or like discussion things that we should talk about after this. But I want to give you the last thing. The last line of this article, he brings up with the Atlantic brought up with the tornado, which is not related to any of the elections. The last line is, there is no such thing as the coincidence. The deadly Moore, Oklahoma tornado actually touched down at my son Eric's house to punish his father for writing conservative blogs about the current Obama and Hillary corrupt administration. <laughs> I wish I... I wish I had some way of checking what kind of like actual traffic this website gets. Because imagine thinking that like your website is so important that Obama is going to use something he only uses in emergencies. Yeah. To touch your son's house. That's the ultimate thanks, Obama. Isn't it just bonkers? Yeah. No such thing as coincidence. There's a lot to unpack there. I'm not going to touch that, actually. Yeah, I think I think we should just leave that as it is. But isn't that crazy? And so my, I have a couple questions that we should try and grapple with. <laughs> What's cracking me up is the fact that he's got my son, Eric. My son, Eric's house. It's all in bold. Like, oh, no, Eric. The details are so funny. Like, <laughs> the details of this website. You guys can't see this, but, like, he highlights certain things and like certain things are blue and certain things are like red, but they aren't links. They're just highlighted in different colors. Like there's just... If we're capable of posting show notes, we'll just post a link to this in the show notes. It's definitely yeah. worth looking at. Okay. But two questions about this general theory. The first question, what does actually believing that the government can do these things, how does that affect what we believe about the government? Well, I mean, if the assumedly they could also stop bad weather incidental bad weather right right like well this this seems like it'd definitely be something that's could be used for good yes because like if if it could cause a tornado or hurricane um perhaps it could take some preventative measure to prevent these like disasters from occurring and you'd like to think that if we had the capability we would do it I, but I think it's very easy to notice like abnormalities like this when they end up negatively impacting. Like if there just happened to be a hurricane that was about to hit like Oregon or something and it like turned a little bit the other way and just just grazed the coast a tiny bit, people would be like, oh, what a, what a weird natural thing. But like this poor guy, Eric, getting his house hit by a tornado Something fishy's going on. <laughs> Have you done everyone the favor of reading the, the, the Harp Wikipedia page, or at least the first paragraph or two? A little bit. Are you doing that? I'm about to do that, because uh, I'm just reading... This is what I've been trying to figure out while you've been talking. Uh, Harp was initiated as an ionos ionospheric research program jointly funded by the U.S. Air Force, U.S. Navy, University of Alaska, and Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, DARPA. It was, designed, it was designed and built by Bay Advanced Technologies. Its original purpose was to analyze the ionosphere and investigate the potential for developing ionospheric enhancement technology for radio communications and surveillance. As a university-owned facility, HARP is a high-power, high-frequency transmitter used to study the ionosphere. I know less now than I did before I read that. 
It's a real bummer when Wikipedia is too complicated for you. Yeah, it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a real bummer. But apparently, like, you can go up to the doors of the HARP, and it's kind of like Area 51 where you just aren't allowed in. So, like, it's hmm. it's a suspicious place, and I don't really think that Obama would have actually used it to, like, win his battle against Romney, and I definitely don't think he would have done it to win the 2016 election because the Democrats didn't win that either. But, like, it's kind of crazy that 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 these things that these people are stating are genuinely possible. Well, I mean, that's that's the other angle I want to take really quick, is that it's 2018, and we have... I mean, we've been to space, we have supersonic jets. You and I are having a conversation from thousand, thousands of miles away over Skype. Like, we could be having a video conference. And uh, if it rains a little too much, we die. Like, we haven't figured out how to handle weather yet, it, it, it's and it's something I've thought about a lot as a kid when I, when watching the weather, like how inaccurate it is. Yeah, that it's just bizarre to me that something so primitive and so inherent to the earth is like is still so far beyond our control when we seem to have such control over everything else. And obviously, I don't understand the intricacies and complications of uh, how the weather works on Earth, but I feel like somebody should, and it's it's. I guess just the fact that we don't hear about a weather control device makes it hard to believe. Yeah. But it but it's almost crazier that it doesn't exist yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think balancing on that line is kind of difficult being like, okay, I think this thing should exist when we have these super futuristic things. Why doesn't this specific thing exist? Like I understand the benefits. That's true. Of that it's thing. not. It's not really a. Fa- it's a false equivalence for sure. Because I can definitely like. It's the same argument for like. Why don't we have jetpacks? Yeah. But uh. But but still. It it just seems like that you know someone is that this research is being done. I mean, they did it in Pokemon Sapphire. Yeah, and that was what ninety. That was ninety six, huh? Yeah, it was. Was Pokemon Sapphire ninety six? No. No, wait. That's I don't like know. That's like 2004. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was just thinking original. I'm thinking Pokemon Red. <laughs> yeah, but the Pokemon Sapphire has the uh, weather change in Pokemon. Okay, no, yeah, I was right, though. Pokemon Red came out in 96. Okay, that is that is valuable, but they didn't have weather change in <laughs> So I was not... just trying to pivot the conversation to Pokemon, and you're making it difficult. Cast form. Do you remember cast form? I sure don't. Okay. Well. <laughs> and that's the end of that. And that's the end of Pokemon Corner. How much, this is kind of an interesting question. How into Pokemon were you? Oh, not at all. Really? Oh, not by choice. Uh, I grew up in a town of 3,000 people in the South, and Pokemon was evil. Oh, man, because I am... I am very into Pokemon. I I would have loved that shit. I would have loved it. I was just deprived. Okay. Uh, well, dipped my toes a little bit in college and got a uh, platinum. Okay. And uh, and I've also played um, X and Y. Those are the those are the Pokemon you played. Those are the two. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. 
I should have I should have sent you home with my Game Boy. Yeah. That is a genuine tragedy. Okay, so It really is. To give a little bit of backstory, because I thought you would immediately get my reference, Cast Form is able to utilize weather powers in the form of previously signature move Weather Ball. And so he can change um, in Pokemon Sapphire, they introduced, like, occasionally it would be snowing in the game. Occasionally there would be a sandstorm and stuff. And um, Weather Ball uses the weather that's going on, and the Pokemon will adapt to that weather. Or that type. And so it is good in that area. Um, and the Weather Institute in Pokemon was working on technology for controlling the weather. God, I want to know what you're talking about so bad. So back to Obama controlling the weather. I mean, the reason this was so funny to me was the phrasing. Like you said at the very beginning. Like, it sounds like Obama's an X-Man. Like, Obama is the the male version of Storm. Uh, but really, it's really it's the, the government can control the weather is kind of what this theory is about. And, and like, assumingly, now that Obama is no longer the president, uh, these abilities haven't gone away. Right. If anything, if anything, they've improved. So what are recent examples of the United States government affecting the weather? Or do we have anything that recent? Um, so it could be that Trump just really hated Houston last year. Yeah, that's what I, I was going to uh, ask if Hurricane Harvey could have done anything for uh, Trump's election. When, wait, when did that happen? I'm not sure about the timeline. I think it happened after he was elected. Yeah, it, you're right. No, you're abs- you're definitely right. Because it was 2017. Yeah. Okay, uh, I have one last article to show you about titled, Can Obama Control the Weather? It is the first... Um, it's from... We should have just let off with this one. It's f- uh, from Front Page Mag, and it doesn't actually have any facts in it at all. But there are two- <laughs> It's just pages of... Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, your borderline exactly what they are but uh <laughs> i just wanted to i just wanted to read two sentences from this because the writing in this the writing that daniel greenfield did on september 10th of 2012 is so so good okay i'm gonna read the first and the last sentence the first sentence okay the first sentence is it's always irritating when a candidate flip-flops on important issues like whether he supports a health care mandate and the united jerusalem or whether he has the ability to control the weather <laughs> And then the last sentence is, it is time for Obama to come clean with the American people about his inability to control the weather. His inability? Uh, Because at one point it says, this is a direct He was flaunting it for a while there. Yeah. Imagine if Obama like came out on his campaign and was like, can Mitt Romney control the weather? I didn't think so. Who do you want running your country? But and was like, what was that tornado about? There's a uh, quote in this that says, Obama was forced to abandon his planned stadium speech for a safe indoor venue, forcing Nancy Pelosi to admit that Obama does not indeed control the weather. <laughs> you backed me into a corner on this one. What a scandal. Obama let nature happen. <laughs> There's so much going on in this theory, and so much of it is a disappointment to somebody who only thought, maybe these people genuinely think that Obama's brain can control weather patterns. Yeah. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to talk about. 
And that's why I started off by saying, hey, uh, I kind of believe this theory. So are we the only ones, us being the owners of HARP, H-A-A-R-P? Are we the only ones who have the ability to affect the weather? That's a good question. Yes, it is. And I would like for you to answer it now. Uh, that is a question I should have done. Uh, it's definitely a question. I think it's more that that to me is it's it's more of a plot hole in the conspiracy. Is that I feel like other countries would be bragging about this, about their ability to control the weather and using it as a, a threat. Yeah, well, this this here this article that I found on globalresearch.ca says that HARP is a little-known yet critically important U.S. military defense program. What? I guess this this theorist is stating that, like, or not theorist, but this like reporter is stating that we should be using it to like weaponize like hurricanes against our enemies. Yeah, because that is like the coolest thing. I mean, stepping back from the potential loss of human life. That's the raddest shit I've ever heard of. Yeah, it like, I mean, like if you if you take a step back and ignore that, like this is like causing people to die. Like it is genuinely really really neat. <laughs> I know. Like the idea that our president is just like, hey, H A R P, uh, we're not doing great in this war. Can you call our men back and uh, toss a hurricane at them? Yeah, we're gonna need we're gonna need ground support. We're gonna need a tornado out here. I would watch, I, I really do not like war movies that are about wars that are happening right now. I would watch the hell out of one if we used hurricane technology to destroy our enemy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. How did we get that there? I want to know more. Looking at this photograph of a harp, I, 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 it's, this place is tiny. I mean, this might be... This might not be the entire facility. Um, I'm looking at the, uh, yeah, in um, Gakona, Alaska, United States. There's a photograph of Harp, and if this is all there, it is. It's starting to that the size alone is starting to punch a hole in it for me. Um, this is like a basketball court filled with like ele- like electric poles. Uh, it could be that this is just where they take a little bit of the data and they have actual labs elsewhere. Yeah. Um, that would be my theory. But, uh, yeah. So I've con- have I convinced you that there is, like, not entirely evidence against Obama being able to control the weather? Yeah, but the facility doesn't look scary enough. That's I'm sticking with that. That's my reasoning why this is... This is uh, I'm debunking this because the heart facility doesn't look mad scientist enough. Yeah, I mean, I think if they were to, like, uh, actually make it into, a, like, a, a film or something, they would definitely have to upscale what it actually looks like and do some, like, big green monitors and stuff. Well, yeah, big green monitors that are all running, like, .exe commands and then a comedically large Tesla coil. And then yeah. I'm like, that's a weather machine. Yeah, with, like... Like the lights flickering every now and then. And a scientist that's smoking at his desk and eating a sandwich poorly. He's just doing a bad job with that sandwich. Yeah, uh, with like an open like 80s Pepsi can next to him. And that's when the monster attacks. 
And that is the plot to Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to call it? Yeah, we can go ahead and call it. Uh, I think we're split on this one. You're more of a believer than I am. But I, uh, I, I'm interested in hearing more about the, the future of HARP. Assumingly, it's still around, but uh, if they go under, it'll be interesting to see uh, how the next election cycle goes. Yeah, I'm, def- I'm definitely going to pay more attention to the weather in the future of elections. So next week, what I'm going to be talking about is where the pyramids came from. Not aliens. No, these are real. The pyramids were built by the dinosaurs. You thought they were pea brains. You were wrong. Speaking of Jurassic Park, that would have been a great transition, wouldn't it? Yeah, would I kind of, I kind of whiffed it. Yeah. But that's what we're going to be talking about next week. You don't want to miss it. Should be eye-opening, as always. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell people where they can uh, follow us and contact us? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you can uh, shoot us uh, messages or stuff or follow us at Strictly Confidential Show on Instagram and figure out kind of what's going on. We'll post some show, show clip uh, snippets and maybe some fun links and stuff. Um, you can check out our website at strictlyconfidentialshow.com. If you have any theories that you want us to talk about, you can uh, send those to strictlyconfidentialshow at gmail.com. We use the same Strictly confidential show for everything. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can, or about our intro and outro music? Yeah, our intro and outro are by Glenn Merle. The song is called Threadbare. It's off the album Burden of Proof. Uh, you can go to glennmerlemusic.com, check out that album. There's going to be new music soon, and it's all going to be good. Definitely worth checking out. Thanks to our friend Thomas for letting us use that. Yeah. And that's and- actually it for this week, I think. Is that all the stuff? Is that all the housekeeping? Uh, I believe so. All right, it was good talking with you, Jackson. I am now more enlightened than I was last week. Yeah, well, I hope that, uh, like Asher, all of you listeners stay curious. Bye.